Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. 2 Corinthians 5.17 We got it up screen. Thank you. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a what? The old life is gone and new life has what? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your presence already felt in this place. We thank you for the hearts receptive to what you have in store for us this day. There are some who have come with a need. Some are come hurt. Some come with a special need in their heart. Father, we ask that the word of God may come. Lord God, as worship has already brought us in your presence, let the word of God seal the promises that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. These days, we are learning how to move towards God's best for our lives. Amen? And in order to move forward, we have to let go of certain things that has held us back. We've been talking about uh, uh, certain things that have been holding us back. You know, who remembers the first one? It was a lack of what? Vision. Vision. And the second one was a lack of? Priorities. Today we're going to be talking about finding the right people in your life. And when you find the right people, stick with them. We've been preaching on a series called Do Not Get Stuck. And it's uh, very interesting because uh, we, we tend to be creatures of habits, right? You know, this is the way I like it and, and don't mess with it. This is my circle, and don't mess with my circle. But this year, we're asking you to unstuck yourself. Well, if you're in a married relationship, don't look at your wife or your husband and says, I need, I need to get out of this rut. No, you're, this is totally different. You know, We're asking you to be a, a live participant, to connect to this church for what God has in store for you. There's so many things that God has given us in this ministry at Dayspring Church that we want you to participate in it. There's no Lone Rangers, amen? Only the old folks said amen, because that's an old character. <laughs> he fights himself, he sh- he's got a silver bullet, and uh, uh, he-, he-, he does things on her own, but there are no lone rangers in the house of God. Amen? Turn to your neighbor and tell him, do not get stuck. This year is going to be new things. I'm going to be the same person, and you're going to be the same person, but there's going to be new things happening in this in this church. Amen? You might still be dealing with the same problems of last year, but you're not the same person from last year. Amen. What you had to endure last year made you stronger and wiser. Yes. What you had to endure even in this month has made you more resolute. And you understand that God has always been with you. But we're asking you to be connected, to find someone you can trust, someone you can pray with, someone you can, you can ask for prayers with, without any reservations. 
this morning, uh, we just went out and, and I, I, I was at the Re Reconciliation Center and there was already three ladies praying for someone already outside. There, there are things going on. There, there's a movement of the Holy Spirit to, for you to be connected. It's no longer just you and I and myself. You, myself. No, there's, there's you, there's God, and then there's a connection of church people who want to help you grow in the name of the Lord. Amen? So we got to start letting go of these old mentalities. Uh, like the song said, give, take away that old religion, the old thought, the old tradition. I, I'm an old school guy and, and you know believe me it, it it's hard for me to get used to the to to coming into church and it's all dark and, and you know to me I was just like well you know but let go of certain things that's in your mentality and just move on amen that's all right amen he is in Christ we are a new creature see what the apostle Paul tells us in first Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 1 Finally, brothers, we urge and exhort you by the Lord Jesus that as you have learned from us how you ought to walk and to please God, you should excel more and more. Amen. Amen. Paul says keep excelling implies not stopping, not getting stagnant, not getting stuck. And, and another responsibility, the pro progress rests on each and every one of us. We're, we're expecting you to grow. Amen? Uh, a, a baby, and we got a lot of cute babies back there. Oh my God, I, I, there's just tons of babies. There's, oh, it's just, day spring is going to grow one way or another. Amen? <laughs> but we got beautiful babies. There's so many, but they're all born with the same functions as in a human adult, right? They got the arms, they got the legs, the mouth, the ears, and uh, uh, everything that a human needs, it's already born. <laughs> but leave them alone, they can't walk. Leave them in the kitchen, they're un unable to feed themselves. Uh, let them be, they cannot defend themselves. They need somebody to defend them. They need somebody to feed them. They need someone to uplift them from danger. And I'm telling you this day that, uh, you know, I I'm not trying to insult you or make you feel bad, but you're, you have all the components of a Christian. But many of us in our walk with God are, are still in that baby, uh, infant moment where we need somebody to talk to, where we need somebody to trust in. And I know we're living in the world where we're unable to trust anybody, but if there's anybody we should be able to trust, that's your brother and that's your sister, amen? This means to give interest and a commitment to grow and to progress. As a baby is being fed, it starts growing. As it's being talked to, it starts learning certain languages. Uh, babies uh, don't really, when they're born, see all the colors. There are certain colors they see, but, uh, and I remember as, as uh, my pedi the pediatrician for my child would tell me, when your baby, when it's lying down, touch every little corner of that baby. Touch his toes, his ears, his back, his buttocks. Just touch everything. Just touch him, touch him, touch him. And I said, well, why? It's because he needs to get used to the fact of feeling touch. And it just stimulates the baby. And I remember a veterinarian, 
I heard this, and this had brought a little new puppy, and the puppy was just being irate, couldn't, they couldn't do any examinations. The vet said, take this little puppy home, touch every little thing about the puppy for a whole week. Just touch the tails, and the puppy will get used to it. And then bring it back, and then we'll do all the vaccines. And it was funny, because I it's I was, I, was I, I, I tend to spiritualize certain things right <laughs> that's who you're supposed to be you're supposed to be touched by somebody you're supposed to be touched by somebody who's been through a lot already there's there's brothers and sisters here can tell you now in my life group I got I hear some stories you you would not believe man there there's some people who've gone through so many stuff and and, uh, and just got great stories to share and and, and I, I'm and they think I'm their teacher but actually I'm learning from them. They, they've gone through so much. And, and this is what we want from you to, to be connected, to, to, to know that someone has been through what you've been through. That some, there's somebody here who went through alcoholism. You're, you're not the alone. There's somebody here who, was, who struggled for many years on smoking cigarettes and, and now they don't smoke anymore. Uh, there's, there's brothers and sisters here who used to be in drugs and, and they know what it is. I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but they, they can be able to tell you if you connect. We got, we got uh, Celebrate Life on Fridays at 6.30. You can connect with people who've already been through that, who, who know what it is to go through certain things. Uh, I, I wouldn't be able to help you, I, but I, there are people for you to get connected with. Amen? And, and that's what we want you to do. To advance in life, you have, must have an intentional striving. Intentional. Amen? Oh, this is intentional. Amen? We got to avoid the hooks. Man, we were talking about we we're talking about the hooks of priorities that get us stuck and the, the, the lack of vision. But this implies you must choose today. We're going to talk about your life carefully, you need to choose the right people in your life. Amen? I'm not asking you to get rid of the, all the old people in your life, but, uh, you know, have them there, you know, because you can't be a blessing for them. But we need to start choosing the right people in your life. The first reason in your outlines, they are the key to the development of your character. Remember that old saying, is if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a, it's a duck, you know? There's a worse one in Spanish, it's el que anda con, oh, sabe, what's that word, you know, it's, it's, people develop your character, you know, uh, you know, Pastor Manolo and Pastor uh, uh, Nestor, you know, they, they, they think they're two people, but now they're like, they're a couple now. And they, 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 they start finishing their sentences. I, you know, it's like I talk to my brother and all he talks about is Nestor, Nestor, Nestor. Well, bro, I'm your brother. It's like, you know, the more you connect it with people, the more you seem to rub off each other. My I cannot, my, my brother's a witness to this. I cannot finish a joke. My, my wife just finishes my jokes and finishes my sentences. You know, it's, she'll finish off my meal if she has to. <laughs> but she's not here, right? No. She's, I have four kids and she would say, this is why I'm like this, because I have to finish all my kids' meals. They don't finish them. You know, we could toss it, you know. But anyways, I'll hear it later, but it's okay. 
it's important for you to develop your character with other people. You know, rub off, rub off what's good. You know, I, I would like to rub off uh, what Brother Steve's got to say. I always, uh, I, sometimes I, I sneak up behind his classroom and, and I wait for them to come out. And I said, uh, I notice you're on Ephesians. Uh, what do you think about so-and-so? What do you think about predestination? And, and I, 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 I like to hear you, you know, like what Brother Pastor Ajo's, uh, you know, question says, hey, what are you reading right now? I said, oh, no one's ever asked me that question. You know, uh, it's just certain things that uh, should pique our interest about our fellow brothers. You know, what interests you? What, what is it about you? How is it that you made it through? How is it that you keep your head straight uh, going through so much what you've gone through? What was it about? See, certain things you won't be able to find out on your own because it's either the school of hard knocks of learning on your own or taking it from somebody who's already been there. Which path would you rather take? You know, I'd rather ask somebody who's already been through there. Amen? Yeah. Romans twelve fifteen says to rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. You know, by yourself, you, 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 you know, if you laugh by yourself, you rejoice by yourself, you're just a little crazy. But if you find somebody, you can rejoice in, in the blessings of God. When we come here in this church, we all just begin to worship. We get to, it's a corporate worship. We begin to uplift the name of the Lord together. And as I lift my hands and you worship God, well, let me give you an example. Let's all go like this. This is why we need each other. Let's go like this. Everybody, come on. Okay, now let's use the second finger. Oh, wow, it's, it's getting better. We're starting to get connected now. All right, third finger. Wow, it's getting there. How about the fourth finger? How about the five fingers, amen? That's why we need to get connected. That's why you're not alone in this race. That's why you need to get connected to the church. Amen. It's a, it's a body of people, of imperfect people and the uh, people just different. But you know what? The one thing about us is that we've been all redeemed by the same blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. All of us. I may be here, but I, the same blood that redeemed me, redeemed you that are sitting back there. There's no difference in between us. We are all under the same blood of Christ. Sharing another's pain isn't something typically we want to do, right? We, we, we tend to avoid conflict. Nobody likes conflict. Nobody. But when you're in the body of Christ, we, we, we want to share in your sufferings. We want to share. We want to be joyful when you're joyful. We, we want to applaud you when you buy a new car, a new house, and that's good. Amazing. Amen. Uh, I remember back in the days, we, a brother would buy a car, and they would ask the pastor to go anoint the car. Does anybody ask you to anoint a car? Okay, that's how old school I am. Yeah, they, they bought anything. This pastor, I need you to anoint this. Que no choque, que no me pase nada, y que no se caiga, you know. Woo. I mean, <laughs> you know. But it, no one likes conflict. No one likes to enter to someone else's problem. But see, we're different. We're, we're, we're not intruding in your life. We're not uh, uh, chismosos. We love you. We're your brothers and we're your sisters. And, and 
that is that has supposed to have some kind of meaning that I'm your brother and you're my sister that uh, I share in your suffering I, I should be there uh, uh, you should be able to call somebody when you're when you're suffering and when you're crying in the middle of the night you got nowhere else to go you should be able to pick up that phone and say sister I need you can you just pray for me right now you got to have somebody to say, brother, I, I, I need a word. Would you encourage me? I, I'm feeling I'm going through this. And, and you should be able to be that person that says, let me pray for you. Though I may not have the exact words to, to help you. Or maybe I didn't go through what you got to go through. But, you know, sometimes the best things you can do is just to be there for somebody. Sometimes we don't have the exact words to say, but I mean, just be there. You know, just sit there with them. They're, if they're suffering, if they're going through a loss, uh, just sit there with them. Bring a cup of coffee. If you you got nothing else to say, just just stay there. I tell you, the presence of someone else is, is amazing. And you may not know what to say, but your presence means a lot. And when you come to church, and, and many of us, some of us are coming. And I, I, I know some of you came mad, and you were fighting with your wife and your husband. I, believe me, when, when you're back there, you see everything. <laughs> I know when you've been mad at your wife, and this, you know. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I also see pain. I also see a lot of pain. But when you come into this place, it's called the sanctuary. And you can be able to connect through the worship. And seal it through the word of God. And be able to have the confidence to come up to this altar and say, I need somebody to pray for me. This is a community. This is why you got to choose not so much your church in fellowship. But choose the right people you can entrust to help you grow in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We grow by the example of others. I heard a lot of preachers say, don't look at me. I, 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 don't, don't look at me. Don't follow me. No, that should not be the case. Those of us in leadership, we should be an example. That's an easy cop out to say, don't look at me. You know, I, I'm not perfect. That's, that's, that's such an easy cop out. That shouldn't be the case. We really should be looking up to most of you. Our elders, we need to look up to you, our elders. And not so much in age, but some of you have gone through so much. And those kind of that white hair is not from age, it's from what you've been through. Amen? Humbleness, if we need to have a heart of humbleness in order to be to set an example for others. Uh, John 13, verses 14 through 15, it says, And since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you example to follow. Do as I have done to you. You know, I, back in the days when I was when I was younger, we, we used to have a washing of feet service. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> well, let's do it, brother. And I remember at a men's meeting, and, and because we shouldn't, it should be you know, ladies and men. But we had a men's meeting, and, and I I programmed a, a, a washing of feet, and I had. Mines was the brother who he really worked hard. <laughs> and he pulled out that socks and his boot, and I was like, Lord, humble me. <laughs> and you know what he prayed? He said, Lord, humble your servant. Teach him your ways. And I cried. I was just crying. 
and I was just washing his feet, and, and I, 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 that was an experience like no other. It was the most beautiful experience to be able to, to, to take another mat. It's funny, but it was a really emotional experience for me. To be able to humble myself. I'm a preacher. I'm a, well, what am I, uh-uh. I, he, he, and you know, the, the funniest thing in Spanish, everything in Spanish is so much harder and tougher. Say, humíalo, señor. Humilla tu siervo. And I was just like, oof, he was just like, machete tras, machete tras. And, uh, and it was a beautiful experience for me. And, and ever since then, I've been learning, able to be humble. I don't think myself greater than you uh, and than anybody. We shouldn't. We, we should be the example of others. You should be the first one. Uh, like Brother Angel, uh, you know, he comes in. The, the first thing he says, hey, you need any help today? I said, no, I'm good, brother. Thank you. You know, but you should be able to have that spirit of humbleness. You know, when you, before you leave the church, just look under your seat. Does someone leave a water bottle or paper? Pick it up. You know, this is our house. Why is it the same people who do the same thing every day? Why? Why, why, why can't you just say, hey, this is my house too. Uh, if I see you leave, I'm going to just like, put it in my pocket and just throw it in the trash. Let's set an example for others. Amen. Amen. You don't have to say amen, or you can say ouch. <laughs> so, don't worry, I don't preach much, so I, I, I get to run from this sermon. Amen. But we also go through the teaching of others. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 through 7 says, And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. The teaching of others. How can you get connected and being taught or teaching others? What are we so adamant about? Life groups. Are you connected to a life group? You know what? The most amazing things happen in life groups. We have ministries that spur out of life groups. This Saturday, we had some ladies from my life group. They were, they were talking about, they went to volunteer at the Children's Hunger Fund. You know, uh, we're, we're teaching how to evangelize your family. There's, there's so many things happening when you get connected to a life group. Amen? Are you volunteering in ministry? Did you just, do you, you just come up and just, you know, do your thing, hallelujah, praise God, and then just go home, you know? I mean, we, that's fine, but are you being connected? Could you be connected to a life group? Can you be connected to volunteer and ministry? Amen? And that's how, I, that's how you grow. That's how you start connected with friends. Amen? If you're a musician and you can play the gazoo, you know, I don't know, fill out an application. I don't know. It, <laughs> do something, you know. The second reason is because people are, are a key to the success in your life. Ecclesiastes 4.9 tells us, two people, or one, peop, one person, no. by yourself, no. I got it, Juan just means one, no, uh, <laughs> there's no Juanitos here. Two people are better off than what? One. one. For they can help each other what? Succeed. The there, are, there are benefits that come naturally from having friendships. Having a companion of everyday life is a beautiful one. 
having someone to comfort you through the tough times. Honest friends who will call you to repent is priceless. Amen? Uh, I, I don't like, my wife asked me, how does this uh, outfit go? And I always say, oh, I don't know, it just doesn't fit. And she goes, oh. And then she turns to my, my daughter, and my daughter says, I love it, love it. <laughs> you know, great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but here you go. Oh, yeah, she, she needs the opinion of other people, I guess. Uh, third reason is because people are a key to happiness. Even though we believe that God has already given us everything we need in Christ, alone for life, and what godliness this is, that means we don't need to seek perfect relational satisfaction in imperfect people. Can I say that again? We don't need to seek perfect relational satisfaction in imperfect people. There's two broken wheels ain't going to make one wheel perfect, you know? The irony is that when we reverse the order and elevate people before God, above God, we end up ruining these earthly relationships we have with the pressure we put on them to fulfill us. See, when you're looking for a spouse or a husband or wife, you're not looking for uh, someone to fulfill you, to to someone to make you. you. You should already be there. And when that person comes in your life, they're, 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 they're your cheerleader. They're there to, 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 to be happy with you, with your dreams. You know, not, not, not what, you know, I, I need you. That's, that's just, uh, uh, some of you are educated. There's, uh, there's a word for that. That's, uh, um, I hope, I need to connect to Melissa right now. Melissa, what's that word? <laughs> Codependence. Codependency is on Dependence on people for your happiness and for, for, for what you need, you know, and, and then when they don't fulfill that, you, you just become grumpy. And then that's what in marriage, you know, we, we don't tell our wives exactly what we want, but we have this expectation in our brain, but we haven't told them yet. In no certain words, we don't tell them, but it gets frustrating when it doesn't go our way. But all we had to do is tell them, right? This is what I like, and this is what I want, and this is what I need. Oh, all the guys are looking at me really bad right now. <laughs> Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 to 4, says, I, Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. You don't fulfill what I need, and you, you're not, you know, you're... See, it is me media naranja, but, you know, I, I'm still an orange, but I thank God for you. You know, I... I don't need you, but I want you, you know. <laughs> That's only for the married people. If you want to be happy, you want to be successful, you got to choose the right people. First, who are the right people? How do you choose the right people? The right people. They are committed to who? To God. Amen. They're looking for a husband? Looking for a wife? You know, Saturday morning is filled with single ladies and single men. It's true. It's true. And most of them that I see right now, they're out working in the nursery and they're out doing something. You want to look for a godly man of God? Come to prayer. If he doesn't pray, why would you want to be with him? He ain't going to pray with you. If you're looking for a woman of God, she's here in prayer. 
She's out serving. She's up here singing. She's up. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But if you, if they don't do anything, they're just like, you know, whatever. That's, that's the kind of person you're going to see. You know, they, they, they're not there. You know, they, oh, my God. I, I, they're back there already telling me I got to cut it, you know. <laughs> the people who have the greatest influence in their life, those people must be solid believers. You know, if they're wishy-washy now, believe me, when they get married, it's going to get worse. If they don't read their Bible right now, believe me, when they get married, they're not going to read their Bible. You know? Believe me, I, I'm telling you, if they don't fast now, when they get married, they, no. Nah. They're not. They, they're going to be me chicharrones ahora y... You know? Godly believers will be a great blessing in your life. But bad company harms you. Proverbs 12, 26 says, The godly give good advice to their friends. The wicked lead them astray. This is, this is not so much marriage. This is about for singleness. Okay, also. Uh, I, I talk because I'm married, you know, like this. But singleness, let me tell you for the single people. Anybody single here? Yeah. Don't be so loud about it. <laughs> singleness is not... Can you... Uh, someone write this down. Singleness is not a predicament you need to get out of right away. Don't you hate it every holiday? Do you have a boyfriend yet? Are you married yet? Singleness is not a predicament you need to get out of right away. Believe me. Take, leave that to your tia to bug you. But don't believe it. Singleness is not a predicament you need to get yourself out of right away. There ain't nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're blessed. You, you, you do what you got to do for Christ. You, you participate. You're, you're, you're giving to God. You're, you're a blessing to others. You're doing so many things, but once you get married and once you have kids, your, your attention is going to be spread. You're going to be doing other things. Be blessed, God, that you're single right now. Brother Steve, say amen. I was talking about this, Stephen. Do it now. 1 John 3, 7 says, Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. Let's go on. Second, choose people who are wise. Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's a good one, right? Why? Because... Proverbs 13.20 tells us, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Algo se me tiene que pegar, se dice en español. I got, something's got to rub off on me. Just, that's fine. You start talking like them. Find someone who's smart. Some, uh, uh, hang out with Brother Steve, uh, with Sister Martha, somebody who's just always in the Word of God. Just hang out with uh, Algo se te va a pegar. <laughs> when we seek wisdom we seek the mind of God regarding earthly circumstances if we walk in true wisdom we are seeing things from God's perspective so walk with someone who's been walking with the Lord for many years amen 
Proverbs 9.10, and uh, this is not on their notes, but it says, Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. Amen? Third, choose people who are loyal. Oh, man. Oh, Life is a constant up and down with problems, difficulties, struggles, tragedies, dark times come. In this moment, we need loyal people. Amen? A good friend isn't someone who runs away from things. A good friend is a brother there to help you in the time of your need. Amen? Choose someone who are honest. That's, that's really important. Number four is choose people who are honest. Check out Proverbs 27, 6. It says, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. I'd rather you hurt me because I know you love me. I'd rather you tell me the truth because I trust you. I'd rather you tell me the truth because I know you're a man and a woman of God. You know, someone who really doesn't care about you. Oh, that's bien, mija. No te preocupes. Hey, hey, that boy, he's fine. Hey, anything. I know he's he's in a horn. I don't care. He's he's good looking. <laughs> Sorry for my Spanglish. It's, I, you know, there, and then you, you go to an older lady. She says, uh-uh, mija, mija. No, 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 no. You got to leave that man. That man's going to nothing but bad news for you. Right. And many of us are living with that mistake. Ya ni modo. But I'd rather have... A man of God or woman of God tell me the truth. This says, you're, you're, not, you're not doing good. I, I've called many brothers and, and, and I told them, hey, I haven't seen you in two weeks. Where are you at? Where you been? Anything more important than being in the house of God? Man, I get this silent over the phone because I know I can do it with this brother. I know that's what we need. We need people with boldness. We, we, we're tired. We need people who, who just bold, who really love God, really love your soul, really love who you are, and not willing to see you walk out this door weak, decrepit, full of sin and hate in your heart. There's, somebody, there's something about somebody, a man and a woman of God, that says, let me pray for you. I know you're going through something. There's something you need to have a breakthrough. That is Woo. That's what we need today. Amen. I'd rather get hurt by a man and a woman of God than have a ton of kisses from somebody who's an enemy of mine. Well, Proverbs 27, 20, Proverbs is an amazing book. It talks about as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And I'm going to close with this. The concept of iron sharpening iron implies at least two pieces of iron. It would, it would be impossible for one tool to become sharper without the presence of the other. Both blades would be dull and quite useless. That's why I need you. And that's why you need me. It's been too long. It's been too long. You've been going at this by yourself. Those mistakes you've been making, it's because you've been doing it on your own. Those trust issues that you're having, it's because you haven't been able to trust in the man and the woman of God. I'm going to invite you today. Would you close your eyes right now at this moment? We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare Him your God. 
No one loves you like Jesus, and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart, and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but he didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. If you made that prayer, God lives in you and now you have a new life in him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Day Spring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.